This is Radio Plasma, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Welcome to Radio Plasma. I am Johan Rashivega, and today I have a very special guest, musician, composer, Felipe Salas, and we're going to be talking today about the new immigrant experience. And this is because there is going to be a concert happening on April 24th that is part of a series of events, particularly this one, making a strong emphasis on the experiences and what it means to say we are immigrants. So a really important topic, very current, and something that is also an expression in music. So Felipe, thank you so much for being here and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's start a little bit about your journey as someone who was born and raised in Brazil in Sao Paulo. And now you are here in the United States and particularly as an educator in music and African, African-American studies at the University of Massachusetts in Amherst, how that whole transition happened throughout, throughout the years. Wow, yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting question and a bit of a long story, you know. I've, I mean, I've, uh, I've been involved with music since I was young. I mean, I discovered the saxophone around age 14, but I had taken a little bit of piano uh, before. There's always lots of music in my house. My, my dad uh, listened to a lot of music, um, and, you know, there's a lot of little uh, things that happen in, in my family that, that brought them close to, to Brazilian music history. So it's kind of like it's always been part of my life, but, you know, One day I kind of discovered the the saxophone and I wanted to play and that kind of hijacked my entire life. You know, music kind of became like the focus around that time. So so after a while and getting into jazz and things like that, I, I kind of started thinking about the idea of moving here. And because I didn't think I was ready to do it right away, I went to the university in Brazil, I studied music there, and then I decided I was coming for a master's degree here, right? Um, interesting enough, it's kind of almost impossible to imagine this right now, but uh, in 1995, there was a sort of like a um, economic miracle in Brazil going on with, with, uh, with the institution of something called Plano Real, which was an economic plan, uh, plan that basically made, made the currency in Brazil very strong. So at that time, I got accepted to school here. I had uh, savings. My parents were in a really good situation, and, and it was possible to come because basically the currency was one-to-one, -one, which is like 
unimaginable today, you know. So so I came and and I studied for about three years and you know that leads to a practical training visa and that led to artist visas and eventually that led to a green card and and eventually citizenship. So um, that was about let me think uh, twenty six years ago when I came and so I was twenty two at the time and um, when when a few years ago when the clock actually turned uh i started really thinking about um you know being an immigrant here and being here actually longer than in my own country so that started you know basically bringing a lot of a lot of feelings and a lot of different things you know of course throughout all those years of immigrations, there are different feelings that come up, you know, but that, that was a new one in the sense that all of the sudden, chronologically, I was more American than Brazilian, you know, so that, that, that brought uh, a lot of, you know, different ideas into my mind, and, and I was uh, always very interested in the idea of, of culture and identity, and even, you know, the cultural identity that the language brings into especially music, but also the way you understand the world, you know. I think there's a lot of things that are ingrained in the in the language, the way we see, um, you know, gender roles and how how the rhythm of the music works and all kinds. Of, there's there's so many things that come with the language, you know, that we're not even sometimes aware of. And so all those things were becoming more and more um, focuses for me, especially having having children and raising them uh, trilingual. My wife is actually from Finland, so there's another culture and another language to deal with. And so uh, all of that just kind of uh, makes you think, you know, about identity, about your identity as an artist and uh, as an immigrant. And so, you know, that that kind of led me to another, I think, chapter of my life where um, I think at that point there were so many things politically happening that made made us feel sometimes very unwelcome and and at the same time you know there were two options there one was to feel that way and ignore and and move on and put your head down or the other one would be to do something about it you know and and i guess at that point of my life i wanted to figure out something as an artist that i could do about it because sometimes you feel like you're you don't know how to contribute to the situation but at times of desperation, I think you find ways to contribute, right? I would imagine that's kind of what led me to to do what I did. And with that came the concept of the new immigrant experience. And this is an album that debuted on March 2020, just when this whole new life lifestyle not necessarily something that we wanted to be in but we learn how to adapt and to 
figure out ways to thrive. So this is a concept that happened just, it came out at the moment where the whole living in isolation kicked in in our lives, at least here in the US. So I think it took even a more deep meaning and relevance. So how this idea of creating a musical production based and inspired through experiences of immigration took shape and looking back through a year continues to be that soundtrack of stories and everything embedded with the immigration. Well, yeah, that's a that's that's many layers in one question. So I'm gonna try to peel the layers and um, so so the whole process for me started um, around 2016 with with the ascension of a very anti-immigrant president, right? Which I rather not name. Just you know. Just like Voldemort, we should try to keep the name out of the out of the the phrase. Uh, so so that's where you know things started steering for me. And then around that time, I was uh, trying to find a concept to write music for large ensemble. So I started putting together um, what was my first album which took a lot of Brazilian lullabies that I grew up listening to and that I eventually sang to my children and kind of reinterpreted, recomposed them into large pieces that were sort of like uh, a bit of my, you know, like my musical journey throughout all those at then 23 years of, of, you know, being in the U.S. And so... From that point, it kind of became very obvious to me that this was the path that I was taking. And and then one day I was thinking about what what is next, you know. And I thought about my friend Teresa Lee, who I met when I was in school in New York. And she's a fantastic musician, a classical piano player. But... At the time I met her, she was dealing with uh, a lot of issues, immigration issues, and um, her boyfriend, who I played with at the time, uh, told me she needs she needs uh, to find out how she can renew her Brazilian passport. And I was like, "What? What? What does somebody like Teresa, who I knew came from um, a Korean uh, heritage?" How how does she have a Brazilian passport? And then, so there was a conversation that happened in that moment where I discovered what was to be uh, uh, an undocumented immigrant, uh, and 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 then later on discovered that Teresa actually was the person who, ins- who inspired the whole Dream Act. You know, she was the first dreamer per se, and. It, it was a you know it was that story going back and listen and thinking about that at that moment where everything seemed to be so horrible and and you had all these uh, immigration um, uh, you know things going on where where people were not being allowed to come 
and and uh, and and then the president was trying to to end the Dream Act and all that. Not the Dream Act. I'm sorry, the DACA Dream Act never was uh, never was actually voted. You know, it was scheduled to vote on September 12, 2001, and so obviously it never got voted. Um, and it's going to be now uh, 20 years, right, this year, that it, it didn't get voted, that was supposed to. So anyhow, um, so, so I started thinking about it, and I, start, and I called Therese and basically said, look, I have this idea, and obviously I, I, I don't want to do anything that I don't get your blessing or the blessing of, of your uh, community to do because I, you know, I am not a dreamer. I didn't experience, I didn't go through, through that myself. Uh, my, even though I had bumps on the road, I mean, I can't really see, say that, that my immigration experience was bumpy. It was pretty reasonable considering, of course, it, you know, it's, it's always, there's always struggles in, in many different ways, but, um, so she and I started talking. She gave me some literature to listen to, uh, to read, and then we, I started putting a project together, and then she, you know, and then it all evolved into that. So that started happening in 2018, you know. I, I, in 2017, I was writing the proposal, and in 2018, I was actually awarded a Guggenheim to do this, which, which kind of was was like the craziest moment of my life at, at that time. Like many things were happening, good and bad at the same time. But um, so anyhow, as my wife said, you know, be careful what you wish for. You have to, uh, now you have to do it. And, and I had uh, this incredible filmmaker, documentary filmmaker from Brazil, Fernanda, who was, um, who I had approached and said, look, if, if this is ever going to happen, uh, would you be interested in, being the person doing it with me, um, and she said yes. So, so we we jumped into that, and we hired uh, a producer, uh, Megan, who also came and helped a lot with the process of scheduling the interviews, which were a lot more difficult to do than I thought it were going to to be. So it was a long process, and basically, we finish everything, and we actually had a uh, a premiere, live premiere in 2019. And then we went into the studio like a week later and spent two days recording the piece. And then I spent all the rest of 2019 basically doing the post-production of all the videos and all that stuff, which, which was a long, long uh, process. And we were so excited to actually release that with a with a concert, a live concert in the beginning of 2020. So that concert was going to be uh, here in in Northampton and also one in New York at the the National Sawdust on April 8th, and then in March, COVID came and took it all away. You know, the the record was released. Um, in the platforms and everything, but we never got a chance to actually do a celebratory live concert, which now finally is going to happen through the live stream. And it's one year where we saw many more changes happening 
the fear of seeing DACA being eliminated from the from the whole spectrum and and with that a lot of dreamers losing those opportunities of of continuing being here in the United States so it became a really torturous year of uncertainty things right now seem to be looking better and hopefully things will improve that's the hope so this piece i think it takes even more meaning and more strength knowing that through this year of isolation not being able to do the show and the plans for it to celebrate its existence and now it's happening virtually but it's happening showing that that resilience is there and the message of immigrants we are here we have been here and we are going to stay here absolutely uh i mean we are like like the theme says we are all immigrants you know i mean this country unless you are a native american you came to this country you know as an immigrant sometimes not by your own choice obviously but um i i think you know one of the things that the pandemic uh really brought to me was the um the sense that historically you know and this is you know obviously we keep on educating ourselves not just trying to educate other people but historically there are so many times in this in the history of this country where in moments like this the people who suffer the most are immigrants um, especially undocumented immigrants because they're really taking advantage of in situations like this if you think about the the period where we're living undocumented immigrants cannot get any support from the government they cannot get any unemployment um, even the businesses that actually try want to try to help uh, undocumented immigrants that have hired undocumented undocumented immigrants in the past they cannot use the bailout money to pay for them. So obviously, they are the ones that are not getting rehired. They're not the one. They are not. They they basically don't have any rights. They are um, in situations like that. A lot of the times, also exploited by people who get money to say uh, do construction work or to do cleaning work. You know, like. Um, I read a book recently by by Carla Corneo uh, Villavicencio, and it's called the uh, I think it's called the uh, yeah I forgot now it's called the Americans or the uh, something like that um, and and it talks about all those different situations in which immigrants were basically exploited and during September 11th during the cleaning. Of September 11 during uh, Hurricane um, Sandy and all uh, situations like this so I think I think of you know where we you know a, a project like this I, I, I hope it can help people who are not in that situation understand the fragility of people who are in that situation and also understand you know, I mean, to my surprise, I've, I've talked to many 
people who are born and raised in this country who have who some of them were like our second or third generation Americans but have no idea what immigration uh, actually really means what the process the difficulties the issues and and all kinds of uh, things that are involved in how you know people are completely um, you know they're they're they they don't have rights a lot of the times it's not just about voting you know it's not that's not the difference there's many other differences you know and, and people don't even know some people don't even know what the dream act was or or daca or anything like that so it's i think it's important even even if some people won't listen you know that don't want that, that they have their positions and they they don't want to be educated but there's also lots of people who will listen and need to be educated and need to understand perspectives that are not their own it's very easy to just be in your comfortable place if you're not going through any of that you know it's it's hard it's not like people do that because they don't care it's just like they they they, they don't have the sense of what's going on you know and so obviously it's a lot harder to put yourself in the place of somebody you don't necessarily identify with in in you know in your life and definitely music the arts are the perfect way to channel and to build bridges on this educational process appreciating the work that is inspired by immigrants in many instances performed and of course created by immigrants and the opportunity to start talking about how the influences the cultural blending that immigrants have brought and keep bringing to the united states are what make possible all the different expressions of art that we know today so definitely this concert is not only the opportunity to celebrate this overdue accomplishment of creating this piece but also to continue working on putting out those opportunities and those platforms for immigration conversations to happen. So what it means for you to be able to do this concert, and even though it's going to be without a physical in-person audience, but it's going to have a virtual immersion that will allow to enjoy it to its best, best possible given our current circumstances. Well, I think to me it means uh, so much uh, in terms of, first of all, the ability to reach so many people with a message that I think to me is so important and I think it's important in in many ways to hopefully to many people, you know. Um, and that's fantastic, even if they are virtually attending. It's also nerve-wracking because we haven't been playing for, you know, a year together. So it takes a lot of... Um, trusting that everything is going to be okay it takes a lot of individual preparation but at the same time i think everybody in the band and myself we're all very excited to be able to do this again you know um it's going to be very strange to be back making music after all this time it feels almost like a little bit of a dream you know like you, that, that this is kind of like a surreal experience that is about to happen. So yeah, when it 
gonna get closer, I'm probably gonna have a few sleepless nights, you know, worrying about um, every uh, every aspect of a very complicated logistic with video and and sound and having everybody happening and keeping all that together, you know. But uh, you know, but I can't wait because I think it's it's so important that we get a chance to do this and it's I mean I'm very grateful that we got a chance to to do this that we got the funding that we got the interest uh, that everybody who who supported this um, is is you know working very hard to have this um, this project being done because it takes a lot of different people uh, applying for grants and doing all the production and and you know all the logistics and it's 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 an incredible amount of time and work and I'm very grateful that everybody who's who's involved is involved in doing this you know talking about the way the performance is going to happen so it will be in a in a stage but with no audience and how the preparation is happening in terms of that logistic process you you were mentioning well uh there's many levels to it the in the band level you know i mean we played this music before and everybody is actually going back to the recordings and and looking at their parts making sure that there's no surprises and everybody has their you know their music done properly and of course i'll We'll we'll have maybe a few sectionals and and a full band rehearsal in the morning of, and and then we are also doing a tech rehearsal and I'm also working with the with with the production crew and the theater crew so we go into the theater in advance make sure all the videos and all the video software and all that stuff that needs to be. Uh, in place for all the cues to be uh, done in time. But so, so maybe I should explain a little bit of that. What happens is we play the music live. There's a live band, and I'm conducting the band. And in my score, I have all the notes that they're playing, so I'm actually cueing things, and I'm doing all the tempo changes and things like that. Um, and at the same time, I have all these video cues. They're all organized and they go through a software and then I command somebody who's be uh, basically triggering the different cues in the software because all the cues are also marked in my score. So I'm basically like the conductor of video and music uh, and and it, it you know it, it makes me nervous just to think about but uh, we we've done it you know we've done it in the past and we've done it and it worked and hopefully it'll work again <laughs> you know with all those people involved and and they all know what they supposed to do and there's rehearsals and everything just works out you know but it is it is a bit of this kind of crazy gamble at least that's how i felt in the first time we did and you know there it was it happened you know the vision happened everything happened and so it will happen again, you know. This is such a almost futuristic concept that we are able to experience now 
when video is another member of the ensemble, another performer that in its own way will also be part of the of the piece and not necessarily through sound as traditionally one will expect when we're talking about a music ensemble, but combining multimedia, combining this hybrid format being in person as, as, as a performers and trying as an audience virtually to get the most possible out of that experience, I think is a fascinating concept and so innovative and so important to show how that ingenuity is capable of breaking barriers and go beyond the expectations on things that have kept us away from the stages for a year now. Yeah, and I, I think what you're saying is is great in, in many different levels because, uh, well, first of all, there's this incredible idea that now we're, you know, through video and music and the internet, we have kind of sort of broken the barriers between time and space in a way, you know. We have video that is talking about people's lives and the past being uh, cued in 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 real time with a band playing in real time and that is all going to be then uh, live stream all over the world in real time, you know, but, but is also going to be recorded for posterity. So it's like, it's like past, present and future happening all at the same time in different medias. And the, the other interesting, uh, thing about it is like is you know it's no matter how you look at it and and this is kind of uh the urgency of the last 20 maybe 20 years in this case with uh with the uh, dreamers and daca but but this is like a timeless issue there's always gonna be uh immigration and there's always gonna be opposition to immigration as there's always gonna be uh abuse of human rights i mean I don't want to say always. I hope one day that will not be. But, but that that what history sh shows us is that the, the, it can it continues to happen, and we have to continuously fight for things to be better. It's 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 complicated, you know. It's it's complicated because you have to be con constantly active, even when things seem to be getting better. You know, like we have a new government, we have a new presidency, we have lots of uh, good intentions, but we have lots of people opposing it. So it doesn't necessarily mean that is going to happen, you know. Um, and I think <clears throat> immigrants in this country, especially immigrant activists, uh, tend to be very skeptical of politicians because they've been waiting for all those things to happen in the last 20 years and none of it happens ever. And so... Uh, I think everybody was really incredibly shocked when the Supreme Court actually did not strike DACA. Nobody expected. Everybody expected the worst, you know. And once in a while you get a good news. But um, it's still, the issues are still there. And as people say, DACA is a Band-Aid solution to a much broader issue, which the new administration wants to tackle. But we got to see if... It happens because there's lots of representatives from different states, from different uh, opinions and, and, and political positions that might not want that to happen. Yeah. 
And actually talking about the importance of these conversations is that the show, the this event happening on April 24th, the New Immigrant Experience, it will also have a panel discussion talking about this new immigrant experience that is going to be that perfect opportunity, as you were mentioning, of continue this education process that music is creating the space for it to happen. True. Uh, I think it's always important. Um, you know, when I started this project, uh, my thought was talking to Teresa early on in the concept of the uh, conception of the project was one of the things that she said to me that made me really like that, that really stuck to me was the, uh, this idea that uh, people like the previous administration, their way of working things out is to dehumanize people, you know, to put everybody in one big pot and make it into this big, scary boogeyman, you know? And so the first thing that came to me, like uh, when I was thinking about that, was that I wanted to do the opposite. I wanted to humanize every situation, every piece of music. It's about somebody and somebody's experience. And you see pretty much a close up of their face the entire time that there's video in there, you know? Uh, and then they're talking. So the idea was to do the opposite to what is done against people, was like to bring bring them into a point where you could not avoid their faces, you could not avoid their words, you could not avoid their experience. And so what I think is interesting is even when you do that in the piece of artwork, it's still abstract enough, you know, because it's a, it's part of the artwork and it's, you know, it's like the painting of a person, you know, it's not the person, even though it's as close to the person as it's going to be. So so having a panel is always, a, I think, a really interesting thing is to take those people, some of those who are who were part of it and some other people who are who are not part of the project. But in, in any case, people in the immigrant activists. Uh, activism and and in the immigrant community and put them in a situation where uh, their you know presence the you know the present um, situation is unavoidable it's not a is also not within the context of an artwork you know and and have them talk freely about their experience and about maybe the experience of participating in the project i don't know it's going to be like i say jazz style we're gonna we're just gonna riff <laughs> this combination of conversation music and appreciation of immigrants and everything that we can wrap up around it is like you mentioned an abstract and a way to uh make art out of a situation that is important to continue talking about, to continue thinking of and be aware and continue finding ways to advance the conversations regarding immigration. So how can people get involved and of course be part of this event on April 24th? Well, um, the first thing I would do is uh, go on the website, and uh, I hope we're going to put some links there, uh, and people can sign up for uh, 
they can sign up for the concert. Uh, they can buy tickets for the concert or for the talk or a bundle of of both, which I think it's it's great because the bundle also gives you the chance of watching the concert and the talk later on again. You know, um, so that that would be the first thing I would do: um, be there and experience it in real time when it's happening, because I think that there's there's no substitute for that but of course if you can do it in real time and then go back to it if you want that is also uh, a great thing um, one of the things I think it's it's really important to say is that um, the 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 role of a, a, a work of art is is you know not only the say intellectual intellectual education on the matter or so or so but is also the idea of connecting with people emotionally which i think is a huge part of of what i hope is the success of the project because um i th i think it's important to reach people in ways that are not only the intellectual uh sort of lecturing way on the subject you know, I think if people can connect emotionally with what other people are going through, uh, it makes them more aware and more willing to educate themselves on the subject. You know, so so the music and the interviews t together, I think they have sort of this. Um, the, it's it's. It's not a movie, it's not a documentary, it's not a, a, a piece of music, it's everything together, you know? And it's, a, it's an experience that you can't really describe unless you're, you're in it, you know? Um, so I think people need to go and experience that to understand what I'm saying, you know? It's hard to even describe what it is when you, when you get the entire thing. And, 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 it, and sometimes it's pretty overwhelming too. People have said to me, it's so overwhelming that I want to go back and I want to watch it again because I, d I didn't think I, I could, you know, actually digest everything that, that was being, uh, you know. And some people focus more on the interviews. Uh, some people focus more on the music. Some people focus more on the general mood. And, and I think that, you know, it's, and, and like I would hope any piece of art is, you know, there's many different ways of approaching it and there's many different experiences for, from, uh, if you revisit it, you know? So anyhow, I, I just wanted to say, I, I don't think it's, is like many things that people have experienced. So I would, I would highly recommend go in and, and check it out. Definitely an experience worth, uh, not missing and being part of is, I will say in different ways is history in the making in terms of uh, conversation, education, appreciation, and enjoying uh, a performance, uh, a, a deep, well thought and deeply inspired music creation that just just that to get started is more than enough reason to, to be part of it. But if we add all the background that it has is definitely an experience, an educational experience for everyone who 
who gives the opportunity to themselves of being part of this event. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, it was it was an education f for me, too, in the process of making it, you know, uh, even being being aware of many things. I wasn't aware of many others, you know, and 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 Fernanda and Megan and I uh, joked a lot about it, especially Fernanda and I afterwards, how many times we cried in the process of. Uh, interviewing people and editing the videos and composing the music and on the first rehearsal I cried in front of the entire band and you know it it, it was a, an incredibly emotional uh, experience for me that uh, uh, you know uh, it, it's is I hope that some of it comes across to other people and and touch other people to to be involved and understand other perspectives than not not the only their their own perspective you know this is our conversation with dr felipe sales and the new immigrant experience this is a concert that it will happen on april 24th and all the information on how to get your access to this event is posted on the listing of this session on our website, radioplasma.com. And Felipe, I want to thank you for this conversation, for this work, for this commitment to education and for support of immigration and immigrants who are here and not yet here. Anything else that you would like to add? Well, um, first of all, thank you for having me. I, I would like to thank everybody who's been involved in any uh, part of this process um, from from the making, uh, I mean, from, from the Guggenheim uh, Foundation who made this possible to Fernanda and Megan who, who really made this logistically possible in the, in the video settings to my band who really made this a real thing in the in musically for me and of course uh everybody who's supported and and cassandra and and kristen who are um you know working so hard to put this event together um and you know and you of course everybody who is uh interested in and in supporting um you know immigrate immigrants rights and of course, all the people who graciously agreed to be interviewed and be part of this, uh, this project. And we also want to thank uh, Laudable Productions, uh, Cassandra and Kyle for making this event happening and being able to get access to events of this, of this sort here in our region in Western Massachusetts. So Felipe, once again, thank you so much for being here with us and wishing you the best success on this event on April 24th and to much more in the future with your career and your music process, uh, enjoying listening to your music. Thank you so much. And it was a pleasure anytime. Hope it's always great conversation to be here. With this, we conclude our session on Radio Plasma with our guest Felipe Salas. And this session has been recorded virtually in hopes that soon we can resume to do it back the way it was in person. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs>